Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Pirelli, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 91. I am blessed because I am here with the entire crew. Michael, the late show Pirelli, as you will see, he'll be walking in. My brother, what's going on? I am also here with Claudio, the voice Valenzuela, Justin Satchel, the intern Sanchez, and I am Dave, the body Regina. I'm sitting here in a turtleneck and some Chelsea boots today. The uh, the beard is brawly. Right. It's a little it's a little bigger than most. Uh, we're waiting for Michael to sit down in the chair because we're already recording as he has walked in. Yes. So welcome back, my Sorry brother. That, guys. That's all right, man. You're you're here and uh, we are live. So Hell yeah. we're we're I, ready I to just rip. Assume we're always live. <laughs> Crazy, man. Look at Cheers. This. All right. Here's my question. Go did, ahead. I, did I buy this? Or was this stolen? Stolen. Where'd you steal that from? Uh, this is a, from the in-laws. I went to the in-laws yesterday, and uh, I was looking for a to-go cup. First off, they don't have pods, so okay. I had to make coffee the old school way. When's the last time you made like a pot of coffee? Oof. A pot? A pot. A pot of coffee, like a full. Oh, a pot. Like with the filter. Actually, you'd be, you, so not that long ago, because my parents still live in the Stone Age. and <laughs> they Hopefully they don't listen. <laughs> they still make coffee the old school way. They still make tea the old school in a pot. Like it's okay. very, so I am familiar. I don't, we don't do it at home. We yeah. have the pods, not the pots. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yes. So I did that last night. I made a full pot and I didn't know the ratio. So I made some lightning to get <laughs> so, home. Um, but they, you know, there was this and they were like, we don't even use that. What's that for? And I was like, that's a Yeti mug. Like, I'm going to grab this. <laughs> You're like, yeah, take whatever. I'm like, hell yeah. I pulled a Chris Salva. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, Easy. how's everyone doing? Good, man. So you you had texted us. You said uh, you know I'll be a few minutes late, fifteen to be exact. No, pro- no problem. But you said uh, ready to rip. So we said well, let's start. Let's start ripping. Caffeine, baby. Um, good. Let's go. Pod bod father figure update. I'll start us off. Yeah, that that tag you gave what? incredible. To the what? tag of the video of which one? The person lifting all the weights. <laughs> Dude, so good. Dana texted me and Yo. said you need to look at what Dave just tagged you and yes. it's perfect. So wait. Did Hold you on. see what? it? No. What is, what is this? Oh, well, my Because I saw something this morning that I was going to show you guys. Is this a soccer feed that I that I follow? Yeah. And this is guy that has kind of like your style. Yeah. Things tied to yes. like the... And that's, then he goes down and he picks up... A, oh, yeah. That's the one. That, that's the same the, one? So it's yeah, on yeah, our yeah. story, man. <laughs> yeah. He tagged. Come on, bro. It, I, way to follow. Be, <laughs> I'm going to put it on these guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Show, show the video. But that was absolutely hilarious. And then the background music is so good. Got me some good ideas. It's literally you, though. And then the Crocs attached to it. It's just hilarious. But Dan... Dana and I were texting back and forth crying. That guy's got like 1,500 pounds yes. on there. Though. Well, she, she's like, Dave, I literally have tears in my eyes. And then, oh, the response was so good. But I saw it. I, it was one of those things that I actually laughed out loud. Yes, that video. And then the yeah. other thing, which, um, well done. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. The meme, Dave, the <laughs> meme. Um, the other thing was Dana was laughing, giggling to herself while she was looking at her story. And it was me working out. And I'm like, what the hell is she laughing at? And I was doing squats, right? So in the first two clips, there we have a we cut a hole 
in the back foundation for the air handler for our uh, HVAC system. Okay. So <laughs> there's a hole, right? <laughs> Apparently, I didn't hear because I was blasting music. On the third rep, you'll see me go down. And Dana's face is in the hole looking at no. me. So she was dying laughing because she was, she was like, you didn't even realize I was in the friggin' background That's so of the funny. clip you posted. I had I didn't see it. Yeah, no, I that, saw I might have to pull it up again to yeah, show people just like to where show. she is. Wow, that's hilarious. She's on um, roll. Yo, today is day 40 as we're recording this, 40 on the year. So I am 40 for 40. You look good. However, I got to be honest with myself. I would, uh, I, I would probably think that I'm somewhere between 11 and a half and 12% body fat. At this current moment. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? No, it's not bad. I just can't. I don't think that I can get over 12% if I'm trying to dial it back to eight. You know, I don't want to give myself that swing. Some would say get up to like 20-ish yeah, and, and then, then work your way back And then down. just shed. But yeah. I, I've really been been thinking about uh, potentially getting a coach, you know, like a, a structured trainer to where I can put somebody's somebody else's expertise um, to practice, Sick. I can do it myself. Clearly, yeah. I, yeah. I I think I have the the knowledge, the foundation, but I think it would add an additional level of motivation to me if I can, you know, partner with somebody. And the reason why I'm saying is there were a couple trainers that came up to me in the Sick. gym, and they were like, "Listen, you know, um, you got any any goals or whatever?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, like blah blah, you know, I want to be eight um, percent." Yeah, what goals did you tell them? So. It was really the eight percent body fat thing. Just that, yeah. And you know, I, I don't want to lose any any muscle really during my my approach. So it's got to be over an extended period of time. But you know, that's that's pretty much the goal. And obviously, the goal always is longevity, right? I want to be around as long as possible, and I want to be functional. Yeah, I want to be functional. Yeah, but um, to have like an eight pack for like three years would be pretty. But that sick would be fire, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I'm talking to them, and they're like, "Hey, we know you got the podcast. Uh, you know, w- would uh, would you be interested in you know having us kind of coach you up?" I'm like, it's "Pretty cool." This is weird. This is something I've been thinking about in my head. Uh, but honestly, even my pride has gotten in the midst of things. And I've been like, eh, I don't really want to ask anybody. So then I like digested that for a minute. And I'm like, wait, you know what? I'm actually going to reach out to a couple personal trainers that I know. Mm-hmm. You know, like, thanks for your idea, but I don't really know you. Yeah, which I yeah. think if you're going to go with something like that, you got to go with someone that you want to work with that you know is like correct above your caliber and a known entity. Right, I exactly. Appreciate that. Um, so no, I'm I'm just you know thinking about it, kind of looking looking at uh, some connections to to potentially take it to the next level. And if you're asking, I'm not available, okay. so I can't help you on that, <laughs> that front. But you know, <laughs> that's where I I'll was take g- myself out of the running right. That's off the where bat. I was going. Um, this comes out Monday, so if you're listening on drop day, um, that's a beautiful thing, and hopefully. My colonoscopy went well because it'll be uh, oh it's Friday be Friday exactly so like subscribe for Dave's <laughs> colonoscopy because if we don't if we lose them we're gonna need another co-pilot and we're gonna need someone to see us dude so like subscribe not for nothing I showed CV yesterday what a transition the um the bowel prep it's called right and basically it cleans your entire colon like this drink Michael you drink it and you better be you better be accessible would it be is it available to shed some LBs? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Probably. I'm going to go but with it, you to like prep for a colonoscopy and just not get one. And just not get it. But it's a full colon cleanse. So on Thursday night, I got to drink this substance. And then Friday morning again before I go into this <sighs> procedure, right? So the the side effects, the potentials are like, you know, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, liver failure. Pepto-bismol. Liver failure. What, what was the other thing, CV? Kidney failure. Yeah. And just heart from failure. the drink? Yes. Jesus. So I'm like- 
Wait, what am I doing here? Beauty's pain. What am I doing here? Uh, but no, man, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about it. So hopefully it all goes well. But you'll be fine. They just put that stuff just in case just you're in case. Neanderthal and your body reacts differently. <laughs> um, I want to hear more about the trainers. So who are the trainers you're eyeing? Do you want to put it out into the into the zeitgeist, as people would say? Um, you know who I'm going to hit first is going to be... <laughs> Time out. Rephrase it. You know yeah. I'm going to hit first. Wow, Siri, <laughs> quiet. We're potting. Um, I'll I'll leave I'll leave the names off. You said you know I'm gonna hit first. The way you say stuff sometimes, yep. which Karina jumps on the back with me. Yes, she does. J- that was a weird way to say. It. Jumps on the back with me. <laughs> ba- on your jumps back on the back. back of me. Yeah. Now you're starting to speak. My back speak my language. Starting to speak Neanderthal. Um, I'm gonna hit first. Is very aggressive. You're gonna hit someone up, right? Hit them. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. correct. Reach out to. Right. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm We're gonna, gonna work on this together. Gonna, me and I'm you. gonna re- us together. You, you and, and I. I. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. 2020 new That's no right. English. Uh, shout out Karina, the English. So who you gonna hit over the head? So I'm coming. I think at Ambrosio Castellano first. Love him. Do you know his kids doing food now? Yes, and he's been tagging us. Yeah, promoting it, them. It looks it looks awesome. Um, it, he's Amazing. the cutest kid ever. Yeah, and the way he says his own name, Ambrosio, is not an easy name, especially for a baby. You're going to be <laughs> you're going to be working out with him getting ripped. I'm going to be cooking with the son, getting fat, <laughs> getting huge. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to hit him up first. See, kind of you know where the where the conversation goes. Uh, Ambrose and and do you know my and you? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we went to high school together. Got close through Kostriat Gemma, a former uh, No Snooze alum. Yeah. You know, so he's been in the, he's been in the game a long time. I, I uh, seems I, like a good dude. I don't know him well. G- but. Great dude. Um, and he's he's focused, man. He's he's been doing this for for some years now. He's got two kids. Um, uh, so he's he's a father. He's a husband. Lives in Greenwich, right? Lives in Greenwich. Um, over. You know, and, and he's definitely one that I'm I'm coming at you first, Ambrose. Okay, so, so be, if you're be ready. <laughs> so ready. much for not putting names out there. <laughs> <laughs> you said you weren't. I said I wasn't going to put names. No, out why, why? Why not? Why? Could, well, if know. he says no, then it's. Who know, cares? You know. I mean, if he's not available, that's fine. <laughs> Ambrose, if you say no, we got issues, my brother. All right. I would think if he says on, no, I guess we're cutting this out of the episode. <laughs> no, no, no. Based I should on reach what, out to him, I guess before the release. <laughs> no, that's good. Based on what I've seen, though, it seems like he would be very complimentary to what your style. He's very. He seems like it'd be a perfect fit. I mean, his legs. I, I've never seen thicker oh, legs. I need some legs. This dude. It's bizarre. Can you guys like uh, record your workout so then I can just yeah. like work from home? And <laughs> but you know, you know what it is for me. I think I need that added level of accountability, right? And and I'm I'm a big proponent these Isn't days. Isn't funny? We were like his of, legs. Sorry, <laughs> of, I was just thinking of that. Uh, you know seeking out other experts in the in in a field of your your choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I I plan my workouts, my meals, you know, I uh, do it on Sundays for the meal prep. I do it daily for the uh, workouts. But what if I was able to partner, provide some value to him in some way through the brand I'm sure you can. Um, to bring exposure to him. But now that takes the thought process for me and all the time that I spend away. Right. So it's it's something that That's definitely. Nice. Oh, I thought we were going. What the hell the, was that? CV and I have a handshake. We go yeah. slap and dap. All right. Go ahead. Right. The slappy dappy. Um, if you're on YouTube, you you would get that. Yeah, <laughs> the we, mush. We, we do the double. The mush. I just slap um, it away. But yeah, man, it's it's one of those things that you know. I love. I listen. I love to work out. I love to to better myself in the gym. The compound effects, as we'll talk about for this episode, um, strictly for for fitness, has built my I guess regimen for life. Uh, but I want to lean on somebody else, you know, to uh, to kind of help me and see, is it all nonsense? Do I know more than everybody? Like I think I do sometimes, very stubbornly. Probably. Or can you know I get some accelerated growth pretty uh, pretty rapidly? I wonder if there's an effect of you know the the theory that if you don't cook, there is science behind this, but basically if someone else cooks you a meal, 
it tastes better than if you cooked it yourself because Correct. you become uh, um, used to the smells while you're making it. Mm. So it's less of a uh, kind of a shock to the system when you try it for the first bite. So that's why when you're like, oh, I don't know why, but when you make it, it's so much better. There's a science behind that. Wow. So maybe it translates with working out. Maybe your muscles will be confused and be like, what, what is this input? I love getting confused. You're, you're the most confused person I know. Um, no, that's great. I so, love it. A little yeah. jelly. You know, I wonder if he'll take me. Uh, but I, my restrictions are: you got to come at five a.m. to my gym with my, with my equipment. He's gonna be like, I can't do this. Yeah, like, listen, man, and it's Sick, four though. degrees in here. I can't do it. Um, and then you know, a couple other people, but we'll 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 go with Ambrose. Hopefully, he says yes. So this, I have a transition that relates to the pod bod, and I'll talk about that. But also, I'm finding a coach for uh, my suits. I got my crew over at Suit Supply. Them trying to put together a little dealy to uh, give them some promotion and then basically rebuild my closet from scratch. Beautiful. I'm getting a new closet in the new house and I'm like, you know, what better time to kind of strip it down just like my body, mm -hmm. strip it down, strip it down and then build it back up. Okay. So I had a two hour meeting with my guy Rogelio at Suit Supply. What a name. <laughs> Rogelio. My guy, Rogelio. Smooth. My man is dressed. I mean, he works at Suit Supply. He's, yeah, yeah. Be. He's been there like six years. I got some of my first suits when I started real estate. Uh, well, not first, but better suits with him. So we went with a custom year-round suit, custom shirt. I'm going all custom from now on because I'm like, I spend the same amount of money yes. getting off the rack stuff that run I run into the ground and I, I like, but I don't love. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather spend a little more for something I love that complements the body that I'm building to give me more incentive to be nice and tight. Because I asked him, I go, Rogelio. How much weight can I fluctuate and still fit into my suit? Six pounds. He looks at me. He goes, half a pound. <laughs> he, so first off, you know how I know he like knows his stuff? He looked at me concerned. Like, don't do it. Like, this is a beautiful suit I'm making you. Like, yeah. I don't want you to ruin it. He's like, 10 pounds. 10 pounds. That's <laughs> okay, it. that's not Mike, bad. 10 pounds. And I'm like, he's like, 10. And I was like, okay, all right. I promise, 10 pounds. And he's like, are you going to like get skinnier i'm like the the plan is just to throw muscle on top yeah he's like yeah i could work with that i could work with muscle like we had a conversation 100 serious that's he, fire yeah i love it by the way please don't insult the man his name is rogelio oh dude what if <laughs> please I, make I sure think you that's more insulting if i roll into a place right. and rogelio. i try to roll an l yeah. <laughs> you know and there was a <laughs> i don't know about the rogelio, <laughs> that you rogelio. rogelio. but he, the, he will be happy if you pronounce it correctly so the if if you haven't been there we have to go one time because I know you like a good suit. Uh, they have a whole building. You walk in, you make an appointment. They have three levels. First level is like accessories, sport coats, kind of all that good stuff. And then on the second level, you have this the custom suit fitting where you have all your suits. I tried on a green suit. I was this close to buying a green suit to start. Why not? Because you can't start the closet <laughs> with green, dude. Why not? I look like I'm straight at a casino. I look like De Niro. Is that a movie? <laughs> so we're we going to the casino so anyway amazing spot um and as far as the body okay i went in for my weigh-in i'm gonna do once a month okay. so i did end of january weigh-in right cool uh diet's been you know up and down the key is getting enough protein that's what i did when we did the challenge the first phase was just getting enough protein building that muscle so i can have some compound effects when I'm going to burn it later. Boom. You like it? Like it. Um, so I weighed in and I was like, please, like just build a little bit of muscle. <laughs> just a little bit of muscle. Feel I was feeling extra thick. We went out the night before to the Ranger game. So terrible timing. <laughs> Midday. I ended up, you know, I had my water in the morning. So 
with all that said, I added three pounds of muscle. Beautiful. Which the machine's probably still broken. <laughs> uh, and some fat, about okay. a pound and change of and fat. And some fat. <laughs> yeah. Which if you're doing Slot. a dirty bulk, okay. which I'm doing the dirtiest of bulks, okay. that's what you run into. Beautiful, man. Um, I, but I, like I was that. pumped about that. I was like, oh, yes. I, I will question one thing that no, I saw. No question. I, I have a question. I got a question. No I got a question. question. You, you, on one, on one post, you mentioned phase two. Yes, phase two. But combining the lips. I get you, but but <laughs> do you how, want to break it down for you? Yes. I, how again, did you get I'm through, not available how, to train you? How so. did you get through phase one so quickly? Because that was first month. First <laughs> month was phase one. Was it a full month? Yeah, it was full month. A January. Full, so we were having twelve phases on the year. No, that's what I don't do. 12, <laughs> 12 <laughs> steps like you. Twelve step, babe. Uh, so the thought was, let me get my form down. Okay. All and right. then when I feel like my form is nice, which I feel like it's incredible, three twenty five, easy, dude. I'm not easy on a string, if you will. I challenge anyone to go in the basement, (laughs) right? That's four degrees, four degrees at five in the morning (laughs) and try to max out with any help with dumbbells without an earshot with dumbbells (laughs) with with. I'm not even going to mention the dust that I'm inhaling <laughs> while I'm benching. Okay. I think I'm creating a super athlete. Oh, you are. I think, I think inhaling lead yep. and all this stuff that's coming out of the walls okay. might be making me into like a, a Ninja Turtle super, or something. Super you know? human. I feel like I feel like I got a I shell love, on me I now. knew you'd have an answer, but it's, it was I was laughing because you see most typical phases are like <laughs> 6 to 12 weeks, somewhere in there. The Mike did his 6 to 12 days. Three weeks. And now, now you, he's, you know I'm fluid. I, you listen, know I'm fluid, I, but I knew you'd have a good answer. You said I wanted to Structure phase one based off my foundation and getting my form right. Which phase is true. So there shoulder you go. Shoulder feels good too. I'm Looks good. Healthy. Popping out of that uh, denim color, if you will. Uh, denim. What? Right? Isn't that denim I don't color? Think denim's a color. Is it? Denim. That denim. I'm learning. I'll, I'll tell you in the future um, after I, I get believe my coach denim is a color. It is right. It's a color. So is periwinkle. But you know, we don't want to go through. And the that's why I got a coach for fit, fashion because Google I need stitches. it. Dana's my personal shopper. Rogelio. Rogelio. <laughs> Rogelio. I'm going to bring you with me next time. I'll be like, hey, this is my guy. <laughs> this is my, this guy. my translator. <laughs> um, so anyway, the phase two, let me see what you think about phase two. Talk to me. Phase two is now combining compound lifts, okay. compound interest, which we're talking about. Boom. Compound lifts. So I'm doing chest tries, which is a typical bro split, if, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right? Chest tries, back buys. Mm-hmm. So I think my weakest parts I think my strongest is my chest, right? You too. Uh, strongest <laughs> is chest. Uh, tries, I think, are you know, it's probably second best, even though they're terrible. Um, yeah, he's gonna do every body part while I'm doing. It. If you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> like subscribe, but also look at his chest bouncing up and down. I, I, think I can do that. Too. I just put it on the wide uh, lens, by oh, the way. For his I chest, believe, I believe that's his version of saying, "I'm you're kind of boring me." So look at my titties flick around. Well, mm. I'm, I'm asking for feedback here. However, can I can I jump in really quick? I know sure, <laughs> sure. Why not? If, I, I can make him jump too if you want. I can do that for you. Hit me. Oh but wow! The intern, Jesus Christ! The intern, Satchel Sanchez. Wanted to make sure that you guys knew that he's doing his job while you guys are chatting. Okay. Boy. So he got a definition. So I, he wanted me to read it about denim being a color. Oh, Are nice. you guys ready? I'm sorry, a quick trigger. Sorry for the interruption. We'll, Not at all. We'll come back to the uh, boring schedule. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm playing. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Feeling hot It's today. extremely interesting. <laughs> I love how he's coming in hot. Denim. A little turned on. <laughs> <laughs> denim is a range of light to dark blue colors. That's a short version. So it's a range. Okay. Based on variations of the cotton textile of the same name. Denim is a fashion textile that is traditionally dyed with a natural pigment known as indigo. 
Ooh, Ooh, indigo. That's good. That's good. I indigo go, baby. Oh, back to fitness too. Back to the the chest and tries. Right. Start with the strength. Um, I'm going to try to get more um, more reps with my weaker body parts, just like Arnold did with his calves. Uh, I think I'm kind of similar. So you got chest tries, back buys, shoulders. I'm keeping shoulders separate because I feel like shoulders gas me out for chest because I use a lot of shoulder. Seems mm-hmm. like so I'm trying to do all my strict presses and all that stuff and increase weight, which I've been consistently increasing my weight anywhere from ten to twenty percent per um, session. That's a lot. I dropped all the way down, so now I'm form. Gotcha. Sets of ten, so it's a lighter weight, but I'm increasing total volume, which we talked about. I know science, amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so shoulders separate day, legs separate day, okay, and then re rotate. So I'm should be hitting each body part twice a week or roughly twice a week. Obviously, it's eight days versus seven, but I, I now have kind of the system where I'm getting all my compounds lifted and then I'm focusing on my weak parts, which are my legs and my shoulders. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to look like a goddamn Ninja Turtle soon. I like it. Is phase three. Is I'm going to turn right. into a green guy. Um, green guy. Phase three, I'm not sure what is yet, but at some point, I'm going to have to drop some body fat and uh, recalibrate the calorie intake because right now I'm working on it in excess you know, twenty five to three thousand calorie kid. Okay. Uh, I think my body's so confused because I haven't eaten like real meals in so long <laughs> that like real food being yep. introduced in my body is really reacting well. <laughs> you did the the microwavable approach for. I did. For I, s- I mean, I just still I ride or die by the air fryer. The air fryer, yeah. Four hundred degrees never change it. I just change the time. I like it. I, uh, no, I think it's. I listen. I, you, every time I break down what's going on, you give me this move. Well, because okay. I, I process. Okay. So what are you, you processing? What's so going on in that head? No, your thought process is good. If you were my trainer, what would you tell me right now? We have to pick something and stick to it for a little bit longer. Phase two. We're sticking to phase two. <laughs> so are there 12 phases of this is my point. No, this is, phase two is like a big phase. Phase two is like the meat. Of, like If we're doing a hamburger, we're doing bun. Phase one's a phase. shorter time. Okay. Then hamburger. Then phase three might be to get cut to get to 10. Okay. But the majority of the, the hamburger, the phase two is going to be yep. the phase for life. Does that make sense? Yes. You're not doing anything wrong. You're doing everything right. But now it's just the consistency of it. And if mm. you can pull that off, then you'll be good. Wow. So that's what I process in my head when I'm like, I like it. I don't know if I like the processing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't eat processed food, so we'll go to the next I don't topic. need processed food. Um, so what did I want to share today? I had a couple things before we jump into um, into the podcast, but I think it will all kind of tie in. So we've got very alarming, alarming news, getting serious for a second. Um, my dad calls me, right? And he's like, hey, bud, you know, I got I to gotta talk to you uh, regarding my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ah, all right. Like, I know this is not going to be not going to be great. So because of COVID and the whole pandemic, I think elderly people, um, you know, got kind of lonely um, in terms of doctor's appointments. Maybe they weren't as accessible um, over the course of the past two years. So she goes in and she gets, you know, a full full scan and comes back that she's actually diagnosed with lung cancer. Love my grandma to death. But is that the most surprising news in the world to us? No, she's been an avid smoker since she was probably 12 years old. That was pretty normal back oh, wow. then, right? So, but she's a heavy, heavy smoker. So that news wasn't very alarming to us. Still don't know the diagnosis in terms of the stage. Um, but, you know, things kind of progress. She actually has two masses on uh, one on her left lung three by five centimeters, one on the right side, uh, but it's in a weird location near the heart. So they're both inoperable. 
right? So we're, we're kind of talking through it. And my dad is very positive. We call him St. Michael. We all have, you know, all the kids have a St. Mike in our car. Dude, I might steal that. That's great. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's he's he's been, you know, he's been the saint of our, our family. So he's always nice. got he's very optimistic, very positive, always sees, you know, brighter days. So then they're like, uh, you know, we got to run these extra tests because obviously this diagnosis comes back. We're like, all right, cool. Run, run a bunch of tests. My dad goes also, you know, she's still very witty, but she's been forgetting things like here and there. So the doctor's like, all right, boom, we got to send her to the neurologist, send her to the neurologist, get some tests. A couple days go by phone call. You need to get her into the emergency room immediately because she has a massive mass, like a big mass on her actual brain. Oh. Um, and at any point it can actually explode. So we need to get her here to hopefully bring that swelling down before, you know, God forbid something happens. So, you know, he's telling me this kind of after the fact of what he went through. Um, so he goes to the apartment, sits grandma down, has a conversation. You know, she's a little little nervous at first. Bring her to the hospital ICU. Thank God the uh, the steroids that they're giving her. Um, I, I think she's actually mailing you some. So I was going to say, be, be careful. grandma, yeah. hit me up. She, she's going to be there for you. Um, thank God they started bringing uh, the swelling and the um, what's the word for another word for swelling that they use? Inflammation. Uh, inflammation. Yes. Inflammation. Know, uh, signs. You know. Very good. The big signs. The big started signs. coming down. So she's stable. So that's nice. what we know right now, right? Oh. But it was still pretty alarming news going from wow, you know, she's got lung cancer to now she's, you know, it, yeah. it could be potential minutes, right? So it was like a wow moment for us. So that was one thing that was just like, okay, this is you know not just put things into perspective for me. Um, the next thing is back in 2019, we had a coworker of the town that retires, right? She's got a family. She, you know, was um, on the administration team for one of the departments. Very sweet lady. Ended up knowing her pretty well. Um, you know, did a lot of business with her back and forth. Retires in 2019. As soon as she retires, probably two, three months later, she gets diagnosed with ALS. Mm hmm. Right. ALS is unfortunately Awful. one of the most crippling things in the world. Uh, basically, your body turns to literally like a like a vegetable and there's no way of preventing it because you can't get tests like prior to see if you're even um, if that gene kind of exists within you because it could just happen randomly. Mm -hmm. So she gets diagnosed with that. Then we get the phone call that she passed away. So I was like, oh, God, a great lady, you know, and, and just a wonderful family gone far too soon. But those two things now set me up for the next day, right? Karina driving to to where actually pulls out of the driveway. I hear blah 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 blah. She swam out of the driveway. No, a flat tire, right? So I'm like, what the hell? And here I am, like, oh, here's my moment. And like most guys would be able to shine at 6 a.m., but I don't know how to change a tire. You've never changed a tire, so so really, I'm like, oh boy. But then I'm like, oh wait, oh boy, Billy's next door. Billy's next door. Which, by the way, one of my pipes burst in the freezing cold. I forgot to turn the sprinkler system off, and I was like, Bill, Bill, come come over immediately. So funny. Yeah, he ran over, turned it off. Thank God. I need Billy as my neighbor. Yeah, for real. So I hear this, you know, blubbery sound going down the street. I call her. I'm like, you know, you got a flat. She's like, really. Thanks, Dick. Well, why'd you keep driving? <laughs> well, so I listen. She drove to Billy's house. I don't like to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, y you pay for certain things in life. So we, d you know, Karina is fortunate enough to drive a, a Mercedes, um, which has never flats on them. Right. So never flat is a technology of a tire to where literally you can drive on zero pressure for up to 50 miles to get to your destination. So, you know, in the moment, though, this flat tire became a really big stress on us, right? 
she said the day before she kind of hit a pothole and it, she knew that it was going to be flat. I'm like, what? Like, why wouldn't you tell me this? She's like, well, I forgot, obviously. Like, that's why I didn't tell you anything. But thank God we have these never flats. So, you know, now I'm going back and forth with her. Like, hey, listen, drive on the right side if you're going to get on the highway. But literally, you hear this, but the tire doesn't necessarily look flat because it's a never flat. And you can run up to 50 miles on it. But we're stressing. Now she's now she's in traffic. Calls me like there's bumper to bumper traffic because there's an accident ahead. Right. Turns out some guy died on the highway. So we're like, oh, my God, like the one day that she needs to get to her destination in time. Now some guy dies on the highway. But thank God. What? F very selfish. Yeah. What? No, right. I'm but just it's just, exactly right. But you, then you're like, wait, that's, that's way worse. Of course, I'll sit in this traffic. But at the same time, I'm worried that now my daughter and my wife are driving on a flat tire. Here's the question. Yes. Maybe a dumb question. I, Go ahead. I'm assuming listeners are thinking the same thing. Yeah. Is it based on the mileage or time? Because if you're just standing still, correct, does that count away? Because it so still has pressure on it, right? And gotcha. it's fifty miles. It's not oh. time, so it is fifty miles. And you can probably go a little bit more, but they recommend fifty miles on these never yep. flats. Uh, sponsored by Never Flat, <laughs> fifty miles. But now it comes into a timing issue because Karina's got a first period class. Yep. Right. So now the stress just starts building up and she's stuck in traffic. She's rushing, and I'm here like trying to calm her down, but I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna, you know. I don't know, steer off the road and something's going to hit. I, you know, I start going down the, the pathway of uh, negativity. So, you know, I'm trying to keep her calm, 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 calm. And then I don't know what happened. We were both kind of like freaking out a little bit. And we just looked back and we said, you know what? It's a good analogy of life right now. Like a flat tire, a pothole that you hit. Those are all easy, recoverable things. Look at what we just found out you know laura gallagher passes away grandma gets diagnosed with this so we came back and literally you know probably 10 to 15 minutes of a window to where we were so worried about the oh my god oh my god in the moment but then really put things into perspective and said you know what it's really not that big of a deal mm -hmm. uh so it was just a good it was a very good lesson um to know that listen one things in your life are always going to pop up uh, but you get to choose how to deal with them mm-hmm Right. And, and I'll tie it all into the compounding effect over time, um, which I believe my current habits have allowed me to to take on a mindset to where I'm more able and willing to accept adverse moments in my life. You know, like and, and yes, I think that is built up even for me in fitness. Right. That fitness mindset of doing one more constantly stacking that when I don't want to work out and being able to say, you know what, it's my choice to work out. Then slowly over time, those habits begin to build and they translate to different things in your life. Well said. What happened to the tire? You left us on a hanger. Yeah. So then the tire never got fixed. Still <laughs> right. right. Um, still never flat. Yes. <laughs> so we're still running on uh, about five miles left. No. Um, yeah. Mercedes came and no, I lied. You have two options. So you can either hit the, uh, the SOS. So she hit that. She spoke to somebody <laughs> for a little bit. And they Excuse were me, like, madam, is your husband in the car? <laughs> uh, yeah, but he can't change the tire. Okay. okay. Ooh, this is a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is that with these never flats, they don't even give you a spare. Like you don't that's need cocky. You don't need you it. Right. deserve the flat tire. <laughs> Not even to drive around with a spare is you, balls. You don't need it. So there was two options there. So we call the uh, you know, we hit the SOS and they're like, you know, we can we can come um, give you roadside. You know, that's kind of included in the thing. Listen, one thing I do, I know I can't change the tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you better believe that I got roadside assistance, 24 hour service, like all Billy that on type. speed dial. Billy on speed dial, all that type of stuff, just in the case. But uh, she ended up going to the gas station right next door to her job, and they ended up just plugging it. I so. got no shame in not being handy anymore. Yeah. I could yeah. care less. Right. Um, I'd much rather be able to get it done than be the one doing it. 
because at the end of the day, who cares, right? Like, right. who changed a tire? I don't care. You still you got a tire, don't you? Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so I no. no shame. Don't it be w- shamed about that. Listen. If anything, lean into it. Maybe don't even lift a finger anymore. Just <laughs> when you call, like you know, be like you hit, uh, you know, <laughs> lean into. It. I, but I did uh, my 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 manhood pride when she was driving away on the blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. I'm like. Shit, I can't even change that thing if yeah. I wanted to. You like, know what's manhood know. is being not prideful. Not you hit that button. You say, "Listen, that's, my wife needs help." That's right. You know what I mean. <laughs> you still need to make that call. Exactly. Uh, but no, man. Thank God it worked out. But you know, the the grand scheme of things is look at those two scenarios, man. Like those are way worse. We get caught up in the in the pressures of life too often. I have one a quick one that yep. complements this. So my uh, memory of day, I'm calling it Mad, my Mad Journal. Okay. Uh, I've been keeping pretty good. Missed a couple days. Don't know what happened those days, but whatever. Um, So yesterday, I had full day, right? I slept through my alarm. Livy, you know, woke up at like... When she wakes up at like four and then goes back to sleep, it kind of throws me off. Yes. Because then you get that one good wake up and I'm like, I could stay up, but it's 4 a.m. Like, it's a big difference in five. Yep. And we went to bed early like I probably should have, but I went back to bed, slept through my alarm, woke up at seven and was like, "Ah, I guess I'm not doing any morning stuff. So I planned on doing everything at the back end of the day. And then taking my second uh, commercial real estate exam, which I haven't done, but there's a time clock. Mm. So I'm like, I got to keep selling these houses, but I also have to get this done because I can't let the compound effect of all this hard work, you know, fizzle out because I couldn't keep up with my schedule. So <laughs> I have this whole like evening plan. I'm like, I'm going to go work out, rip a ton of pre-workouts, and then I'm uh, fired up for my exam, right? Yep. Lined up. I'm like, you know what? I might even get like a steak eat that while I'm taking the exam, kind of make it all like an event because Dane and the baby are at the the in-laws. So I can't say what happened, but basically we had an event where the family wanted to be together and Dana called me while I was driving in the between appointments and almost crashed because you FaceTimed me while I was driving. (laughs) Yeah. Right. See me like, come on, Dana, do better. But anyway, it was for a great thing. So I, in my head was like, this is how I make decisions now and I make them a lot faster. In my head, I was like, can I recreate this moment or can I, st- can I get all everything I'm going to get done tomorrow that I could push off? Right. And the answer was, I can't recreate this moment if I let it go by and I can recreate or redo all this stuff that I was supposed to do tonight tomorrow. Mm. It's going to be a pain in the butt, but I can't get this moment back if I don't take advantage of it. And this memory that's going to be amazing and shared, which again, I'll tell in the future. Um, and I just made the decision so much faster. Where in the past, you know when you go back yep. and forth, and then by the time you make the decision, you're like, shit, I should have made that two hours ago. Yes. It was so clear this time mm. that I was very happy that I'm like, oh, it's working. Your awareness because is there. I'm in t- My intent, Yes. to Dave's point, I was like, it was higher. Mm. You, when you have a coffee and the foam rises, yep. it was at the top. I was ready to make the decision. I love it. Um, I one can't wait to hear what the, the memory is. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. you'll share uh, that. Oh, so. Maybe when, if you guys uh, uh, play your cards. Right. <laughs> uh, but no, man. I, I think it's a uh, uh, a beautiful thing that you're able to be aware in a moment like that now. Because as even as men, like I, I don't know, we're always on the go, and not that women aren't. Uh, but you know, Mike has said before that women are extremely lazy. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just put kidding. that. I meant to ask. I'm you put kidding. that poll up. Which uh, poll? Who's more stubborn? Oh who, my who god! So it was. It was. It turned out like 65. Was there to, a war in the DMs? No, but it it was ironic because you can see who's who was being petty. Who'd you who'd you bet on? I said men. I said men. You said men too, actually. I looked. Yes, you did. Yeah. 
Yeah, you did. For optics. Oh, okay. I, I kind of figured you were going to do that. But it was 65% uh, said that men were stubborn. But it was funny. I was looking through it, um, and there, there was a lot of people. You put up stupid polls, you know. Like, I do put up so many stupid not ones. Not you personally, but I'm saying oh, you know, I I you know in ones. general, like if you put up stupid polls, those are the things that like super hit. Like J. Cole or Drake any day of the week. Which they, I know you right? disagree like, with. Yeah, Drake all day. All right, anyway, we'll get back um, to that. Do right and kill everything. <laughs> so, yeah, the Cold world. sixty. What was it? Sixty-five to what's the remaining balance there? Thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go. Nice. Right. Um, but you can see who was being accountant. who was being petty and who was being like vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, there were certain women that I know their personality. And they were like men, men, like because they had certain experiences. But then there were women, uh, like my mother-in-law, <laughs> that oh, nice. I saw. She said women. And I was like, okay. oh, okay, you can you can kinda kinda tell her. But men took the took the cake on that. Took the W. Yeah. Uh, as always. Ad boy That's men. Right. Man um, power. Uh do we have a larger female following group? No, this was on my this was on my yeah. personal, so it's what pretty similar. What do you think our ratio is for followers? Um Ask, asking it's, for it's pretty close actually. It's like fifty two to forty eight, I think. I think my um I think I have a dude fest on my side. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like anyone who interacts with me, it's usually guys, which is dude fine. Fest. Like shout out to my boys. Um <laughs> the, the gang, boy gang. Boy gang. Um so interesting. Um the to bring it back to what you were saying about being present and all this stuff. Yep. I've c I don't know why. I heard this at one point and I've always acted that way, but even more so lately. I always think like if I died this year. Did I squeeze everything out of my days? Squeeze the lemons. Which is weird because, squeeze. but but it's getting, but I've acted so, I don't think I've acted different, but I've acted more on that thought lately for some reason, because I'm, I feel very fortunate that things are going the way they're going, that I think like Cinderella, that any moment the clock could hit midnight and it all, it's all gone. So I've been in this weird, like anxious mode of just getting stuff done. Because I'm worried that it's just a, a moment in time and I'm never going to get back into the flow. Mm. So I have this weird like, if I don't get my stuff done today, it's all gone. And I am I like it, but it's, it's another like gear that I I'm starting it. to hit. I, I don't know why it started though, but it's, I think it's the, you know, the babe, you know, uh, Livy, mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, everything kind of, all the compound interest starting to show yep. that I'm like, this could be a fluke. Like, it could be a fluke. You got to keep going. Keep going. Because I think I'm going to hit midnight and turn to a friggin' pumpkin. I think that adds a, an additional layer of, um, you know, drive to yourself. Yeah. You know, it's it's something that's beyond the motivation, beyond the inspiration. I, I, I Do you think freaking love Cinderella? it, man. But you see, what? Do you see me as Cinderella? When so, you see me? Uh, listen, Cinderella hitting midnight, is that like a thing in the movie the only thing something? The only thing Cinderella has that I have is the cinder blocks that I the push up in the morning. <laughs> that's the only Speaking thing. of Cinderella, yeah. somebody tell me. That, you know, so my brother-in-law makes fun of me because I'm not really a movie guy, if you, you know, didn't know that. Didn't know it. Um, so the hokey, ho the Hocus Pocus the hokey. Is, is a movie, right? Now, did the Hokey Pokey not come from Hocus Pocus, the movie? No, it did not. Because I made a comment to him, and I, I screenshotted it to you guys because yeah. I figured you'd appreciate. But ha Hocus Pocus and Hokey Pokey have nothing to do with each other? The pretty ironic that, that they the have the same name that, and then nothing to do the with the fact other. that I'm a avid moviegoer and I love quoting movies and you are not makes me not want to be friends with you. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm I think about that every day. I'm like, is Dave really worth <laughs> it to be friends with? Because he does not know any movie quotes. <laughs> I would talk to you way more if you knew movies because the majority of my references are, are to movies. movies. Yeah, I, I don't know. So my mother, I'm I mean, use my... one today for the topic. Go, I have I'll one lined it. up. I'll get it. You, won't, you will never get don't this. Don't worry. One because it's a great movie and 
for that mere reason, I know you didn't watch it. Mike's movie quote of the day. <laughs> well, it's not a quote. <laughs> right, it's just the we'll, concept. It'll get. We'll get there naturally, I guess. Yeah. I mean, um, if we ever get to the topic. If we yes, ever get to the topic. Well. So going right into the topic. Funny that we were talking about. Uncrush your arms, though. Your 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 arms are scaring me. So well, it's funny. The yeah, only body part that gets cold for whatever reason is my hands. I don't know why. Soft hands. Yeah, soft. Not gotta, these hard babies. Gotta build these bad boys up. See do you this wanna, Do you want a pair of gloves? <laughs> no, I'm good. I got some with cuts on the with fingers. With cuts on the fingers? Guys, I don't, hate. don't hate. I love okay? Don't hate. Thank you. Don't hate. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Uh, compound effect, right? Now, this is actually a book that I read. Darren Hardy, I believe Atomic his Habits? name is. <laughs> is that what it? No. Damn it. Um, it's called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Oh, shit. Right? And essentially what it is, is the concept, um, and I read this early on in my personal professional development career or, you know, when I had aspirations to do a little bit better in, in business specifically, started reading it. Um, the concept of how small choices over time uh, basically lead to massive results and massive change. Something I think we always kind of allude to on the podcast, uh, but the way that he breaks it down in this formula, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't have had a better process myself. We got another process. No, I couldn't have had a, a better process myself. Should we break it in phases? Uh, it's it's easy. It's choices, right? Everything in your life revolves around choices. Every single thing that you do is a choice, right? Depending on the uncontrollable things that may happen in your life. But for the most part, when it comes to building success, it's based on the first step of choices. And then it's followed by your behavior. Once you make a choice, you now get to behave a certain type of way. Is that going to benefit my choice, right? that I chose, or is it going to be something that I'm not going to align myself with? So you got choices plus behavior plus your habits, Right? Which is kind of behavior. Correct. But habits are something that now they, there's science between 30 and 66 days of you doing a repetitive action phase over one. and over again. Phase yeah. one. Yeah. You can develop habits in your life. And that habit of whatever you're doing after a period of between 30 to 66, I would lean more towards 66. It becomes go more towards a like lot, a lot easier to actually um, include in your in your life. Got it. Right. So you got choices plus behavior plus habits plus time because big one. you have to be patient. We always want the get rich quick scheme, the get fit quick scheme, right? That, that Michael Pirelli loves. But at the end of the day, every single thing that we do, if we want to reach some sort of level, we have to understand that this is a process over an extended period of time. And anybody you look at besides, you know, people these days with, um, you know, Bitcoin and, and that whole That's lifestyle. That's extended period of time, though, too. So for some, but some people got rich really quick off of it, right? People yeah. hit the lotto. That's like uncontrollable. You know, you get rich quick. Those types of things are the uh, anomalies. Yeah, but the, the, the people that get rich quick, I don't know if there's a stat, but mm -hmm. I would think because you didn't, it didn't take time, those people are m way more likely to lose the money quicker. 
Right. I would agree. Um, but one of the best um, the best references that he uses in the book, and I read it a while ago, but what, what it was was essentially he took two friends um, and put them on the exact same diet, right, for 31 months. So that's a long time. It's roughly almost three years, but it's like it comes out to like 930 days. Got it. One friend had to be in a deficit of 125 calories compared to the other friend. Mm. So you have the exact same diet, but he just pulled 125 calories a day from this one friend and stuck to that for 31 months, for 31 months, which was 930 days, measured the results, right? We know that 3,500 calories is one pound. Like we just we know that because we spoke about that before, right? Mm-hmm. But again, if you don't if you don't know it, I wrote it down. Thirty five hundred calories is one pound. So over this extended period of time of just one hundred twenty five calories, that's not much. That's like a little pack of a hundred calorie pack here and there. It's couple, one Oreo, couple bites of something. Now probably two because we think it's one hundred forty calories. Your Oreo math is tight. I know that stuff easy. Um, but over that extended period of time of nine hundred thirty days, uh, subject one who was consuming that additional 125 calories, actually ate 116,000 more calories. Mm. It's a ton of calories, yeah, right? A lot. Divide that by 3,500 uh, calories, which is one pound. This dude was 33 pounds heavier than the guy who didn't eat that extra 125 calories. Saying I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> but but you take something so small, like, and I love that, um, I, I love that, Example, because you take something so small of 125 calories, right? We see it all the time. 100 calorie pack this, 100 calorie pack that. That little action over an extended period of time can either make you or break you. And it's the same thing in your life, right? Same thing in fitness, same thing in health and wellness, um, business. It's so applicable and so easy to understand. Besides my math. Well said. Right. Well, it's not me. That's, you know, I'm just sharing. No, it's a good share. That was a great share. I look, I think of it more, I get what you're saying. That's kind of linear. Yeah. I think of it more as like an exponential compound. Oh, great word. Because Exponential is a big word. That, no, no. It was good because there's a, there's right. this quote in the book that he says that at some point you create an exponential curve yeah. on your results. So like the linear stuff doesn't get me excited, but the thought of, which is how I've kind of tricked myself to try to stick to this version, yep. is the thought of that I'm going to be, when you're consuming less calories, you have less fat, which means you have more muscle ratio, which means that it's going to be easier to burn more calories in the future, which then means that your 125 calories you're eating less of is even effectively less because you're burning more anyway. So that 125 is really one like 50, 160, mm-hmm. 170, and that increases so it's easier to maintain. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's the little, the lazy guy in me, but every time I do something, I think of how is that going to be an easier thing to do in the future yeah. so that I can do more of it or just naturally, you know, less time it takes to get the same output. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So like with relationships, because I always go the business route, which I'll get to, but I thought about, you know, let me let me entertain the folks with a uh, relationship comparison. Preach, my brother. Okay. So I don't have a lot of tight-knit friends, right? I see a lot of like my brother, um, you, you know, there's a lot of people in my life. I CV, I'm not too familiar with your crew, your crew. I'm sure you have tons. Um, you have no friends. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I think of that and I'm like, that's great. But even when I was younger, I always thought to myself, like, I don't know how I'm going to keep up all these friends, right? Like I can barely keep in touch with like my core group and my brother. Like I don't even talk to my brother mm-hmm. enough. So then I start thinking like, 
part of the reason I have such good relationships with all my friends is that I've spent and invested so much time in them so that every time I have with them, it's even more fun because we have so many good times to look back to. Mm. So it takes less effort with all my friends that we're able to keep such a high level of relationship because we have such a good history of fun times. And so like even if we just meet for a drink, it's so much more fun than just meeting a random friend that I just started talking to at the bar mm-hmm. because you have so much to build off of, right? And that works with, you know, your wife. You know, we have so many fun times to look back to that now we're enjoying things more and the return on your our time spent together is even uh exponentially uh you know enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You know, Livy. The more time I spend with her, the more things that she knows that I, you know, when I walk in the room, she wants to wrestle me because we have all these times before that we wrestled. So now the time for her to get excited and play with me, you know, the return on my time with her is uh, more enjoyable just exponentially because of the time I spent with her, you know, in the past. Right. So that's the relationship stuff. Then on top of that, the uh, skill sets. Right. That's the biggest thing I think about with compound interest when it comes to something other than money, Mm -hmm. because money is kind of an easy one to look at. Um, When you invest, you have to reinvest else. The compound effect doesn't take doesn't take hold. If you're making a um, if you're making a farm and every time you grow your first, you know, apple trees and you cut all the apple trees down, there's no compound effect. If you take half of the apple trees and leave half then next time you grow, you're going to be able to plant more apple trees and then it's going to be double the amount of apple trees, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. Yep. You know, so it's like you have to, you can take some out, but you got to keep some in and reinvest it. So with, you know, skill sets, I think that allows you to do that. So when you're selling, so real estate's an easy example. You Every deal when you start out is the first time you're doing a deal whatever scenario it is. Then it becomes probably the second time you're doing a deal. Then it becomes bigger deals. So you're doing the same action, but you're getting bigger payouts because you're doing, uh, you know, you have a better skill set and you have a better history to look back to. So that compounds into uh, more return on your time. Then you get to a point where you're like, all right, well, if I want to get to this next level of deals, I got to learn this skill. But you can't get to that level unless you learned all these other levels. Mm. So that compounds because if someone wants to recreate where you're trying to do, they got to start at A, right? You could skip the 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 the, uh, the goal or you could skip the steps, but you still have to learn all that stuff to be able to have a return on your time. So you're you're stacking these skills that are in line with your uh, your profession, whatever it is. For me, it's real estate. So that when you get to year ten, which I'm on roughly. Um, your return on time kind of starts to get exponential. And then the goal is to use that and just keep reinvesting it. You know, you have exponential growth, so you can either kind of cut your tree off at the top and just take the profits, or you can keep reinvesting it and then hope that that hockey stick keeps going. Yes. I threw a lot of things there because I have a hard time putting it into words because everything is kind of intertwined in mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Uh, but without stacking skills... And reinvesting, none of it would come to fruition. Does that make sense at all? So, I hit on a lot of topics. No, 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 but I think you hit it perfectly. Um, in every aspect that you just said, I can process that and say that that is exactly what I've 
I'm trying to the, the message that I'm trying to put out as well. Yeah. Um, and I think the most important thing that we can agree on, looking back at all of your examples, is that time invested. Oh, it's big, right? Time is like the biggest thing in the world because if you're doing something, even in relationships, right? If you're working on a relationship for three months. And then you stop, then you jump to a new relationship. That's fine if you're looking for that and you're looking yeah. for that person or whatever. But even with your friends, you're you're so much more likely to be able to look back because you've invested so much time and it's taken years to create these these memories. Yeah. Um, same thing with with our daughters, right? Our wives. Like we're going on, you know, 10 years in, in the business industry. Uh for me, it's 12 years in my relationship with my wife. Um, you know, our our daughters are two solid years coming up on every single day investing time into it. So of course there's going to be exponential growth. That same thing needs to be applied to any ha- hobby or um you know st- structure that you want to apply in your life, right? For for investment purposes. Um looking at, you know, the uh, S&P 500. Over the course of the past 30 years, statistically, there's been a return of over 10% over the past 30 years. Doesn't sound like much, But when you put that over time, it's a ridiculous amount of money because I can tell you firsthand, CV can tell you there was things that, you know, I put him onto with a specific account that, you know what, at first, your first five, six years, you don't really get that much growth because, you know, between the fees, the interest, it doesn't look like you're really making progress. Same thing with like a mortgage, right? For years, it doesn't look like you're making progress, making progress. Or building muscle. Or what? Or building or building muscle. But something happens to when clicks. It clicks. And then I was fortunate enough to hit that first six figures in an account for a retirement fund, right? Now my my exponential growth getting to two hundred thousand dollars is gonna be half the time yeah. with the same action of, you know, average uh Dollar cost, average. dollar cost averaging in, um, or you know, is that a percentage? Obviously, the more money you make, you could take more. It's the same principle. But are we willing to be patient enough, and are we committed to a process? That's where people, I think, we always give up way too easy before we end up reaping benefits for ourselves. You mm-hmm. know, and then there there is that time that you're so confused, and you're like, damn, I want to quit. I want to quit. I'm not really getting growth. I'm not. I'm not seeing the results that I want. If you continue doing that action over and over and over again, at some point you will reap the results. As long as your passion didn't change for that project. Mm-hmm. If your passion changes for a project, then that's obviously a different thing. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, it's impa- people get impatient. I was guilty of this and I still am to this mm-hmm. day where people, and I've seen it in my industry, where people you know, jump out for a year and then they jump back in yep. and then they have to start all over, all again. over again. And now that I'm in the business for you know 10 years, I'm like, oh, thank God. I didn't do anything like that, and yep. I just stuck to the process because, you know, one of my favorite documentaries of all time is Jeremy Lin, Lin Sanity. Yep, I've seen that because, because of your recommendation. One of my favorite of all time. His whole thing is that he worked so hard, but for whatever reason, didn't get the opportunity. And then once he got in the game, he was firing shots, making layups, doing all this stuff. And yes, some could argue it was a flash in the pan. You know, I think he still has a decent career, but. It's the 10 years or whatever he put it, more than that, where you no one sees it, and then it finally breaks through. But mm-hmm. he could have quit at year, say it happened in you know uh, year 10. He could have quit at nine years and 11 months, but he just kept going, kept going, kept going, and then it kind of like broke through. So I watched, rewatched that one night because I feel like I'm at a point where like I've put in so much hard work that no one saw. Then now I'm like in the public eye mm-hmm. and actually doing things that are backing up everything I say. So now that that's happening, I'm trying to remind myself that all you worked for all this and it's all compound interest. So when you're in the game, take the shot. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be hesitant. Don't 
you you put in all that work. Yes, it wasn't as public, but now that you're in the game, you can't play tentative because they're going to steal the ball and go the other way. So it's like keep leaning on it, keep the foot on the gas, and keep pushing because just because you're having compound interest, you got to keep the acceleration. Yes. Right? Like you got to put keep your foot on the gas. Have to. Because Even- if you let go, they, it goes like this. Yep. And then you just level out. And then all of this work that took forever to get to here, you just cut it off at the at Correct. the where you would be going crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Even look at look at the podcast. Yeah. Right? We're gonna be able to look back soon and be like, damn, that was a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took some time. You yeah. know, it took some time, but we didn't stop. We yeah. kept going. And then at some point, it might be 150 episodes, might be 200, might be 250. I don't know. At some point, we're going to catch a big break to where you have a massive guest on that gets shared and there's exponential growth that now takes you to that next level. Mm-hmm. Same thing with your brand and what you're building, right? Same thing in business for whatever industry that you're in. It's the same principles and they, they there's no big secret besides you have to put the work in and you have to be willing to go through the shit to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. You have to. Because there's no get-rich-quick scheme in life. I mean, maybe there is for some, but then you're a schemer, right? At the, at the end of the that's day, fair. that's what it is. Um, a couple things, you know, for for individuals, even even in, um, I was thinking of some health examples, right? A big thing uh, as a parent is a lack of sleep, right? Um, and it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty serious. It's something that, like, you know, you really can't control. But the concept of just being able to get in bed 30 minutes before you anticipated every single day, right? If you're able to close your eyes 30 minutes before, over the course of a week, that's three and a half additional hours of sleep, right? Over the course of a year, that's, I don't know, an additional seven or eight days of sleep that you could have potentially got. But it's a little thing that in the moment, you're like, oh, is it really worth it? Yeah, get your ass off off, off the couch, go to bed, close your eyes, sit there, relax. It's something very small that you can apply. Um, Something that I've done in, in my life is instead of ice cream, I love ice cream. Right, I just started doing the frozen strawberries, but this is now probably two years of me loving this recipe. Uh, but imagine if I was eating ice cream every damn night. I got to give up Halo Top. I feel like you know. <laughs> I feel like you have a hidden camera in my house. And, no, but you know what I mean. It's small choices that yes, of course. You know, is ice cream. You know, does it taste better? Yes, but I could have that ice cream on a Saturday night when I'm hanging out with my friends and my family. But for the most part, I need to be focused. I need to be diligent on what it is that I'm that I'm trying to build because just that extra 125 calories, as we said, over an extended period of time, can be 35 pounds. I'm not trying to be personally. I'm in my 30s now. I'm not trying to be in my 40s, my 50s, and my 60s, even my 70s, to where I'm one of those guys that's like, oh, look back at how brolic I was. Yeah, I probably was more brolic in my 20s and 30s. But at least I'm a, I'm still a healthy individual. See, that's why you got to set the bar low and have your compound <laughs> growth to Com- hit it when you're in your 40s. Right. You know? But you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and yeah. it's very easy. Imagine over the course of 30 years, you just get. So by the time we're 62 years old, which is, you know, the time that I can I can probably retire and sit back with my family and enjoy, you know, my fruits of life that I've built. Imagine if from today I just gained two pounds a year. It's just two pounds a year. That's an extra 66 pounds that I'd be walking around with just because I put on two pounds a year. So these little things, they they really add up over time. Good and um, bad. Yeah, good and bad. Career examples, right? You want to get better in your career. What are you Go doing on a daily basis that's going to give you that exponential growth over time? You know, I would, I would say just off of what I'm doing with my uh, supervision and these one-on-ones, if you're an employee, request a meeting with your supervisor once a month. 
All you got to do is request one meeting once a month. Imagine if you're a, a CEO, you're a president, you're a VP, you're a, su- a supervisor of some sort, and your team members come to you and they say, listen, man, I just want to pick your brain, or if it's a female, I want to pick your brain for 30 minutes. I want some insight, right? And I want to get better in my life. Imagine what that person, if they're a piece of shit, they're going to tell you to go kick rocks. But for the most part, people are good people and they're going to say, oh, wow, you want that for yourself? I want to help you, mm-hmm. right? And now stack that over a period of six to 12 months, now you just gain some really good insight from a high level individual that you want to learn from, right? There's there's very little things that people can be doing. Um, the, the approach to, to uh, career, uh, I'm sorry, personal professional development, right? Five, 10 pages a day. We say it all the time, but like try it out. Right. See how that works for you. Think about the concept of you just just in a year being able to read six to 12 books in a hobby that you want to get better at. Mm -hmm. Take that over three years. I mean, you just learned more than you learned your entire school career. Well, it's like the Kobe thing, right? Didn't he say like he would work out two hours before everyone because at the end of the year he would have X amount of days? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. But it's formulas like that to know, you know. It, it this doesn't happen just because to people. Yeah, it's the people who commit on a on a level over time that are able to make it. So you ready? Because you just transitioned me perfectly into Talk my me. movie uh, reference. Let's go. I'm gonna get this. So one of my favorite movies of all time. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. The Drumline, The Prestige. Oh. Drumline's a good one, though, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Drumline, okay, is a great all right, movie. All right, you know, it's a great movie. The Prestige. My book, Storyworthy, talks about the 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 a good story is when the lead person has a epiphany and changes. Okay. So Drumline or Jurassic Park, any of the classics, Drumline I threw in with Jurassic Park. There you go. Nick Cannon's arrogant and then he changes, right? And then he's mm-hmm. a team player. It's a very basic story. It's just set in Atlanta with great halftime shows, women, uh, drums, my white guy that crushes it with the-, the I don't know. I haven't seen it. I just- it was on you my said, head. You've never seen no, Drumline? No, no. You're getting me distracted. <laughs> I digress. But it was a good example. Right? Look at Cut. that. Alley-oop. It wasn't. I'm not what I was trying to say. <laughs> uh, so, The Prestige, one of my favorite movies of all time. Christopher Nolan, who made Batman. He made all the classics that I love, Interstellar. And the story is two magicians that are dueling back and forth, right? And one of the magicians um, comes up with this, uh, you know, they, they're going back and forth and they have like a coach. He's the guy who's in Batman. You don't know any of these people. So their coach basically says, you want to see an amazing magician, go see this older dude that does a fishbowl trick. Whoever figures out the fishbowl trick, I'll give you an extra like five minutes on stage. Right. And these are young guys when they're starting out, they end up being like super successful. But anyway, they go to the show and there's this older guy that's limping around. Right. And like he's about to do the fishbowl trick. And he goes in front of this thing and he's got a big cape and he like shakes the cape and all of a sudden there's a fishbowl with a fish in it on the mantle, whatever it was. Okay. So they're like, okay, like how did he do that? And they're, it cuts to them trying to practice to do this trick. And they're, they have the fishbowl between their knees that's empty without a water or fish. And they're like doing the trick and like this is impossible. That dude's old and limping and like, and he could do this trick. And then the guy's like, he's not old and he doesn't limp. He committed to his craft and he lives it. Wow. So my man was faking that he was older and had a limp so he to could do that, that fishbowl trick. To give you that wow factor. Correct. To take it away from. Because then people are trying to recreate it and they're like, I don't know how he can do that because he's so old and limps, but he he's only limps because he does that trick uh. and he's actually strong. So the, what I took from the movie was that 
and they took it too. They like lived it, and they're it's a wild story. They basically are trying to figure out how to teleport, and you know, one guy. I don't want to give it up, but if you haven't seen the Prestige, here's a spoiler alert. Oh boy, All do right. you want to hear it or no? Because you're never gonna watch. it. I am gonna watch it. I'm gonna add it to the list. Okay. Well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I won't say it. I okay, won't say right. it. But basically, you know, the moral of the story of the whole movie is that these guys who are magicians live the lifestyle and they sacrifice stuff so that all of their efforts compound so that when they do that trick in front of the crowd, they've built up, you know, their life to be able to pull it off so people can't figure out how they did it. So what I took from it was like, if I'm going to be the guy in real estate and I want to be like the best, you know, for whatever that's worth, I need to live it day to day. And I can't slack. If I go out to dinner with my wife, yes, I can enjoy dinner, but I have to be presentable. I have to be dressed well. I have to be ready to talk real estate. I can't be blacked out drunk like I've done in the past. In all honesty, there's been nights <laughs> where if someone came up to me and I was potentially going to be their realtor, I probably would have lost a listing because no one wants to see their advisor for their real estate out blacked out drunk, right? That's just, if you want, if I want to commit to doing this and being a, a, a a fixture in the community. I have to be aware of that. When I'm in town, you have to be on your best behavior. And yes, it's a sacrifice, but it's one you got to do if you want to, at the end of the day, be the fishbowl trick. I love it. Really well explained. I, I I see it. I hear it. I will say, but then you have to come to my town more often. So then you can get blacked out drunk and, you know, well, it's the, okay. The, I, don't, <laughs> I, can, I don't condone it. I condone having a good time. And yes, that's kind of there the reason that I don't mind it. But yeah. what I've realized is that you're always... Yes. You're always working. Correct. We went out recently with, uh, you know, um, Matt, Britt, Phil, Lauren. We went to a couple spots in Greenwich. I ended up talking to like four or five people that I know in the community. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I wasn't feeling feeling it at all. I mean, I had a little buzz. Yep. But I was, you know, I was conscious going into that dinner that I'm probably going to see people I know and I need to be ready, you know? Which is, it's a sacrifice. I Hell mean, yeah. You, you don't really like relax. Mm -hmm. But there's know? a time and a place. You know, but it's compound, right? Mm -hmm. Just because that night I didn't uh, have an extra martini and I was aware of it, that guy in the future that's going to turn around and be like, "Oh yeah, you know, it was great seeing you. Like, let's talk business." It's potentially a great deal versus like ah, that kid's. You know, he's too busy having fun. Mm -hmm. He's not going to be able to sell my house. I love where your head is at, man. Watch the Prestige. I'm serious. Movie. I, I have Favorite to. Movie I'll, add it, I'll add it to the list. Um, before we before we wrap up here, I do want to share one thing that um, you know it gets it gets asked pretty frequently, and I think it ties in nicely to the compound effect. But how do you build self self confidence and begin to believe in yourself? A lot of caffeine, a lot of pre workout, right? So, well, besides that, I got this this I don't know, it's a uh, eyelash in my eye. Sorry. Uh, so it's a question that I I, I get commonly commonly asked and like I don't really know the exact answer to it but I have a very good analogy that ties into friends right take two friends you take your take take your best friend whoever it is me okay it's a good one and you know you're building your relationship and then I say Mike you know what we're gonna go out Tuesday night at 6 p.m. right so Tuesday night at 6 p.m. comes around I never I never come through so you're like all right maybe something happened to the guy all right, let's try it again. I'd go, I'd go to the gym and be like, is he in here? <laughs> is he here? Because he stood me up. <laughs> right? So again, I stood you up. Now we make plans. You give me another opportunity. And it's like, you know what? Let's meet Friday at 5 p.m. Friday, 5 p.m. comes around. Boom, I stand you up again. Okay. All right. 
because we're such good friends, hopefully you give me maybe another opportunity. No, you're out. I'll, but again, maybe you give study. me another opportunity because you're, you're great because that's only two times, right? Now, the third time, I'm like, listen, Mike, I'm sorry. I apologize. Listen, I'm going to commit to this. And then we're going to go out Monday, 3 p.m. Monday, 3 p.m. comes around. Nothing. You end up believing that I'm a flake. Correct? Yeah. Or these are bad times. Right. Well, bad, <laughs> bad time. But you think I'm a flake, right? That's, yeah, that's yeah. You predominantly. There are friends that you know that they're probably going to flake out correct. before an event. So the same way that you would not want that done to you is the same way you need to be treating your own life, right? When you pick up something and you start it and you say to yourself, I'm going to lose five pounds and you don't do it, you begin to think subconsciously that you're flaky. Yeah. You now set a goal. You want to save $1,000 in your bank account and you come up short. You subconsciously start to begin that you're flaky. It's the same principle, right? We have to start saying things and then coming through for ourselves. The more that we can do that and do what we say we're going to do, that builds belief and confidence in yourself. Does that analogy work? Did I explain Amazing. it okay? That was great. Sometimes when I explain things to my wife, the she looks poet. at me like... No, uh, no, that was... Does that make sense? I like how you pose the question. You get us thinking. It was nice. It was well said. Does that, yes, Justin, make sense? You have to be accountable for yourself. Correct. And there's no other formula for that. Like, that's what it is, right? The same way that we lean on friends and, you know, you wouldn't do that to your friend. Stop doing that nonsense to yourself. My counter argument, or not counter, but compliment to that is like, you also have to be, I don't know how you feel about this. You can't beat yourself up, right? You have to be uh, honest with yourself. But you can give yourself another opportunity to do it again. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, I've struggled with getting to that point that we've talked about with the 10% and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm not committed. It's because I have other priorities that take the place of it, mm -hmm. that it falls down on the list. So, like, I don't beat myself up because I know at the end of the day, in certain facets, maybe not that facet, I do what I say. In the fitness industry, it has not been the case. But, but it kind of has, though. Just because you didn't reach a goal doesn't mean that you're not still taking the action. If you stopped working out and you were like, But if you, you say know, you're going to get to 10%, which I have, I said a lot of outlandish things on this podcast, and you don't do it, you could very easily beat yourself up and be like, I'm just not the guy that's going to do it. Versus you're going to say, I'm still figuring it out. I'm going to get there. I don't know when it's going to be, mm -hmm. but I'll figure it out. You give yourself, I personally give myself a little more flexibility in going for goals because I... I've seen in the past, to your point, mm -hmm. I've said things, and yes, they don't come to fruition right away, but two, three years down the road, I figure it out, and then I'm like, oh, I said that three years ago. If someone judged me on the year, they would think I failed, but they didn't look at the three years. So I give myself a little leeway, but I know what you're saying. It's a slippery slope. I, I couldn't agree more. My piece of what I just said is when you know that you want something, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, there is a process to but figure I want things it. out. But that's why my point is like, I want it. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't get it done. Correct. You know, but I also think that there is something to be said about, you know, falling off the wagon and being able to get back. You've always been able to snap back. And I, I envy that about you because me, when I don't accomplish something, you know, if, if it's not something that I want, I probably just give up on it, which is not the best approach unless you just don't want that peace in your life anymore. So yes, I'm not saying that, you know, everything that you say, you have to do it. But if you're really looking for that compound effect in certain aspects, it's, you got to apply it at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's really it. I think uh, I think we we spit again. I love it. 
Um, I think we rambled on and on, and this will bring us to my favorite section. And I guess it's our only it's section. It's the finale. Now. I think as a, I'm making a decision on okay. behalf of everyone. Right. I like it. It's repetitive. Yours okay. are always much better. No. Um, so I'll do, no, I like it. Dave's dime of the week. You end on a nice high note or down note, whatever you decide, <laughs> and then we wrap it up. I like it. It's you got to be adjusted on the fly. Yes. Uh, so this will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's dime of the week. Dimes. Can you have it thrown out of my hand? <laughs> Dave's delts. Dave's so delts of the week. Like, like yeah, what? Davey deltoids. You're looking, you're looking skinny. Davey deltoids. That means that I'm looking how huge. Do, how do you feel? I'm 107 pounds of muscle. That's kind of what I am, right? No, you're like 120. 120? I don't think I can get to 120. <laughs> Justin said, bro, I'm 130. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's fine, though, because Tom, that's how, his old actual, are you? how old are you? That's his actual weight. 17. 17. Yeah, but I was 153. Yeah, but you're 17. He's 38. I was you're good. Oh, 38. Come on, bro. They think I'm 42 already. You do look like you're 40. Yeah. <laughs> Which, no offense to 40-year-olds, because I think I'm hitting my athletic peak. Peak. I think, uh, like, maybe 35. <laughs> yes. Peak. I think, I, I think I'm going to hit my peak at, like, I, I do think, I think of everything as, like, sports. Uh-huh. I think I'm in my my big years. You know, this is where you make the money years. Yes. But, like, 35, I think, is where I'm going to Prime. Peak. Prime. I'm going to peak out at 35. Yep. Yeah, I am. I'm 32. No, he's joking, <laughs> man. He's joking. So anyway, anyway, um, and the next episode, I am putting CV back on the spot. I told him I was going to do it today, but I'll do it the he next time. He looks great, by the way. I didn't well, want to say it. it and it's unbelievable. It looks he, great. He's down a significant amount of so weight. Really? I, How do we skate over this? When we do the pod hey, update, hey, you let me talk about my stupid workouts, and you have actually good stuff to say. I thought it was coming. I'm not going to lie, because this morning when I arrived into the office, there was a memo on my desk, and the memo said, if you want to continue to hold... That voice title that we give you at the beginning of the podcast, yes. we're going to expect more voice. talking from you. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. So I was preparing myself. That's why I kept chiming well, in. Well, you kept chiming in. So I was like, oh, it, it must be quick. coming, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. So how about this? Came. How about this? I'm Before with it, we get into Dave's time of the week, yes. I think, I think we're going to have to do a second. I think though. we need to uh, bring CV, Claudio the Voice, Valenzuela, to the podcast because I will say, I will say that I have noticed a significant improvement in his um, approach to life. I've just seen it. I can't say I, you know, I know exactly what it is, but I physically see it as well, which is hard on somebody you see almost every day. I, I was going to mention on the podcast, I apologize, I hadn't. When I walked in, I was a little taken aback. Really? I think he looks great. I said it to him the other day that you can physically, because when you see somebody every day, it's tough, He's right? glowing, It's God's tough. Sakes. It's tough to, to notice. But he walked in, he had a little bagginess to step. his, no, it was baggy, his sweater. I'm like, yo, man, you looking really lean. Uh, so CV, I don't know if you want to want to share with us what it's been, how it's going, uh, but you look good, my brother. Appreciate you guys. So uh, long story short, yes, there has been some weight loss in the forefront, so that has been good. It's about it's been about 25, 26, 27 pounds. Right. Holy come shit. Off oh, my God. In the last French. couple of months, something like yep. that. I'm giving you that How whole you range. How you saying that so casual? Right? I'd be waving in people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, like I said, long story short, you know, a few months ago, I had a, a moment of epiphany and it has changed uh, the way I definitely see my outlook on, on life, my outlook on everything that I do. Um, and it's ironic and weird because I sit behind a camera that I hear you guys every single day, weekend or every, well, for Dave every single day. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with both with the team every week, consistently talking about, you know, goals and pushing and all this good stuff. And, um, you know, I got this epiphany a few, 
you know, a few months ago, which, you know, obviously it came from something negative. Um, and it really has turned the way I see things. And that kind of was the beginning of my journey. And honestly, it was a very a journey of uh, me, myself, a spiritual journey, trying to find myself, trying to for me to understand and see things in a more positive manner. Um, and obviously, I wanted to be healthy. And that's something that I've always known and thought. But again, there's a very big difference between knowing, thinking and actually doing. And that's something I think that's the difference. I think that's what I've done differently, which is to really be more serious about being healthy. And of course, the reaping the benefits now of me eating healthier, uh, controlling my portions, not eating crap, not you know exercising every day. Just all those things have compound interested mm. into me, I guess, losing the, the weight Sick. that you guys are seeing. I guess it's nonchalant on my end because... Yeah, I recognize it. Yes, I see it. Yes, I am happy about it. I'm not one to go out there and flaunt it like that. You but it, um, but it's something that um, to me, it's, it's part of the journey. And yeah. I'm excited that uh, for me personally, I have been feeling 10 times better than I did last year. 10 times better than I did in my, in my weakest moment that led me to begin this journey. Nice. And that's what's gotten me excited because I feel good. I feel positive and it has changed the way I feel and the way I kind of see everything. Amazing. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, and man. the fact that you're like nonchalant about it makes me think that it's this is it. This like, is it. You're just going to roll right into a goddamn six pack so, and I'm going to be the only one that's out of shape. So I remember Mike and I, we used to say, and CV, I don't know if you knew this, but we would say to each other, we're going to get him. Well, you, you more than me. No, no. But I was you, always defending him because you were yelling at him on the podcast. But, but I'm like, I got to protect But there man. were multiple Thank times. You. Yeah, yeah. I was Thank like, eventually it's going to click. There was m multiple times that we were like, we're going to get him. Well, I've been we're saying that about him. hopefully it clicks with me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's the one sick, thing dude. I can say, and this That's is sick. kind of unfortunate. We've had this conversation with Dave in the office a couple of times, um, you know, because we always, the question is, how do you, how do you teach or how do you put the word, the message out to somebody um, when you know it's the right thing to do, because I've always known it's the right thing to do, whether I did it or didn't or did it in spurts or did it half haphazardly. Um, how do you get to that point? How do you teach it? And I, and I still to this day don't know. Yeah. The one thing we have, I think, come to an agreement to is that sometimes, unfortunately enough, you have to see an ugly side of life mm -hmm. to kind of get that epiphany, that life epiphany that makes you really change the way you see and the way you you start acting on things. And for me, for sure, that's what it was. And now the silver lining on that is, although it was a very negative time and moment in my life, the silver lining is that here I am now talking differently. Here yeah. I am now experiencing things differently. Um, but how do you teach that to someone that hasn't had that? That I think that's the, the conversation mm -hmm. we've had. Yeah. And that's tough. Do me a favor next time when I'm talking about my workouts, interrupt me and give <laughs> that gold because I'm sure everyone would rather heard that in the beginning. That was beautiful. Uh, so if you like what you're hearing <laughs> and you want to help CV drop some more, get that six pack, like, subscribe, maybe buy a hat, a shirt. Like, let's motivate <laughs> us. Yes, you know? yes, let's get it going. Um, all right, so this will bring us back. Forget to Dave's my times. favorite that was section. Time, Dave's dime of the week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. CB took over. Round it up. No, that was fire. Well done, my brother. Um, very short one. Very short one. Pretty much. Just because you're having a bad day does not mean that you have a bad life. Deep. Because, because we get so in our heads about things and there are times that you have bad days, right? But it's, it's developing the ability that, you know what, if you make mistakes, okay. If you fall off the wagon a little bit, okay. But 
that does not determine who you are as an individual. You have an opportunity to get back on track if you want to. So don't let one bad experience or one bad day make you believe and get in your head and start thinking negatively that you have a bad life. I'm guilty of that myself, something that I'm working on every single day. I feel compelled to share that I had a Whopper yesterday. <laughs> so you have a bad it's life, really my good, brother. Dude, really good. Um, I want to say something. I love that quote. Uh, it, it definitely hit me deep this 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 morning. Um, and I want to add one last thing just to close it Did down. Did you have a Whopper idea. too? No, no, no. Oh, no Whoppers boy. for me. Um, we're talking about compound um, interest or whatever. Yep. And just that quote res- is resonating because- what I do remember prior to my epiphany moment that I had prior to that whole thing happening, the negative thoughts that kept compounding in my mind was what was leading me down that path to eventually I got to where I spiraled kind of out of control. And I think as much as we talk about compound interest in a positive way, mm. it can also happen on the back side of things, on the negative side of things. That's why I love the quote, because it is absolutely 100% true that one bad day does not mean that you have a bad life. And a lot of times when you're having bad days, it's very easy to say, oh, well, the next day it's another bad day and another bad day. And before you know it, you've compound interested a whole negative way of seeing life. So I love the quote. Just wanted to put that out there. Keep looking forward. I love it. I think I need to learn how to work a camera because it looks like my job's done. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, it's a beautiful thing to see, too. By the way, I didn't mess up on the camera. It was all day. Oh, man, I'm over here looking like like super crunch. Don't put it on me yet. I got to earn it. That was good. Um, CV, thank you for sharing. Michael. Be so funny if you blurred me out until I got to 10 percent and just put him there. Uh, No, man, it's good to see that, uh, you know, all of us, we, we, you know, there are good times in our lives and there's bad times in our lives. It's the flow of life. But as long as we're on this journey together with the no snooze mindset and building and, and constantly wanting daily progress, that's what it's all about. Knowing that there are times that you will be able to enjoy that Whopper. So until next time, Stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. What's on the Whopper, though? Dude, uh, amazing. Uh, Let's go. That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.